So I read this fact the other day about how John Wilkes Booth was apparently a trained, like, actor. Okay. And Lincoln was killed watching a theater, right? Yeah. And he had, like, performed that one specific play so many times that he knew when a funny part was coming up so that he could shoot uh, Lincoln during laughter so it would be covered up. Uh, Uh, The gunshot would be covered up. Yeah. So it's like Lincoln died laughing. That's it. That's, uh... So you've come into Two Girls, One Scaredy Cat. That was Monica with our fun fact for the day. Yep. This is Isabel, the Scaredy Cat, and M. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's actually not the only fact you're going to hear because I have North Carolina facts. <laughs> yes, and yeah, that that's today's theme. It is North Carolina. We were just talking about how the Carolina Are you going to create another connection of North Carolina to our past episode? No. <laughs> Well, Hold we can't. We can't. We can't though, because Faith Hodge. Yes, Hodge. that was in South Carolina. No, that was, that was North, Carolina. North Carolina. UNC, UNC oh. Chapel Hill, yeah. North Carolina, wow. and look at what I googled to find my case. I googled North Carolina cra- crime crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh! But um, so the reason I actually am bringing that episode up connection is because. A lot of people at my new job actually learned that I have a podcast. So hi, friends, if you're listening. And that's the that's the episode I tell everybody to listen to because I think it's <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll weed out the weak ones. That's I, for damn yeah. Fun. Well, I'm always like, well, that's where all the snippets of like our what is it called? Our theme song? Like, all the no's and me yelling and all the... That's where it's from. So, that's that's why I tell people to do that one, because it's honestly oh, the I can connect hardest one. Episode. Oh, you want to? Uh, well, in 1903, yep. the Wright brothers made their first successful powered flight in Whoop. North Carolina. Whoop. Whoop. So, if that had happened in North Carolina, then airplanes would not be an episode, you know? True. Yeah. <laughs> True. Um, Thanks, North Carolina. The University of North Carolina is the oldest state university in the United States. I thought it was Georgia. State university. So, like... So, like... (laughs) I'm trying to... Whatever, like... University of South Carolina is probably their state university. It is. UT is ours. Yes. Oh, for the state of North Carolina. No. It's the oldest state university in the U.S. Because, like... What's there's like one that's super fucking old. Oh, William like Mary. Tom, Tom, yeah, like I don't know. Tom, one of the fu- fucking founding fathers opened it up or something. Well, yeah, but it may not be named a, after the queen. And sure, but it might not be a something. state school. That's, that's a private. What I'm saying. That's, that's a private school. So that Georgia is, what I'm is the oldest public university. Okay, North Carolina is the oldest state, state university. What know, difference? Does difference that make? I, I think know. is like it. Is it matriculation? I like don't the know. amount of people who go there. Maybe it's because it's in the state. I don't know. What is the state? Isn't state and public the same thing? Matriculation? They are, yeah. Is that what you were thinking? Yeah. Matriculation just means going there. So, like, enrolling. And, like... She's proven her English major now. 
three episodes in, finally. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> wait. I'm trying to find something cool. There's not a lot of cool things that happen in North Carolina. Um, I really like their... <laughs> um, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is from North Carolina. So, like... That's a fact. That is a fact. I That's really fact. am jealous Krispy of Krispy Kreme Donut was founded Yum. in North Carolina. Um, One Tree Hill is yeah. shot in North Carolina. Oh, cool. Wilmington, oh North God, Carolina. That is so oh, funny. Cool. No, yeah. like that's so funny because I wanted to talk about One Tree Hill for a second. Uh, I like no, no, no. I was looking through like a Twitter thread and it was like this person just put it together and it was like in their opinion like their favorite throwback songs to the early two thousands and it was like I don't want to be by Gavin DeGraw. Yeah, and so, I, don't, I forgot what the tweet said with that specific music video in it. Something about like if you don't know this song you weren't alive or something. And I was like, if they didn't know this song, they didn't watch One Tree Hill. Yeah. Which is a fucking problem. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be anything don't know where they went to high school. Here? Jesuit. What? What? Gavin DeGraw? Seriously? Maybe that's wrong. I, I was about to say, we would have known. We would have talked about it a lot. Fact check. Just, if you just Google him, his Wikipedia... I'm so wrong. I'm very wrong. I'm thinking of... Who dated Ashley Simpson? Pete Wentz? No. But he I, did. Are you kidding? They if Pete married. Wentz went to Jesuit, I, I would have like, like, <laughs> been there every single day. Like, mom, they were together. drive me to Jesuit so I can worship at the altar of Pete. Um, <laughs> Ashley Simpson boyfriend he had like black spiky hair he was like pete a singer as well it's not pete West. um but i will say another cool fact the first like child born in the u.s like mm-hmm. that from the pilgrims i should say because apparently we don't Did count it? indigenous oh, folks are you gonna so. talk about fucking virginia dare yes Wait. the roanoke colony is very yeah. cool I don't know, actually. Well, because I don't know when they disappeared. So if she, like, was dead. Went off. (laughs) She could have been anywhere. Haunting us. She's actually with us right now. Welcome, Virginia. Um, The Venus flytrap is native to North Carolina. Oh, that's cool. I actually like that That's cool. That's pretty cool. That surprises me. I feel like a... um, Yeah, I'm surprised that that's a native... flytrap. I, an American, thing? yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would yeah. have thought so. Huh. I would think like maybe a um, South Af- Southeast South Asia. American is not what I was going to say. I was going to say South American. South American. I thought it would be Amazon. Am- mm-hmm. What's up? More in in more in. Ryan Cabrera, like that. Went to Jesuit. Went to Jesuit. Yes, I did know that. Like this. Okay. I didn't um, know that. And Babe Ruth and hit his first home run spiky hair. in North Carolina. Who? What? Babe Ruth hit oh, his first cool. home run. Oh, that's a really cool fact. <clears throat> all right. That's all I have. That's it. North Carolina's not that cool. We're done with this episode now. Just I, you <laughs> are you just upset because it's like you went to South Carolina? Yes. You are like, so it's like totally a- off base. Again, Dale Jr. is from North Carolina. <laughs> so I just like their cap and gowns. I really like UNC's colors. That baby blue. <laughs> it's so pretty. But Carolina blue. You know what other school has that really pretty blue? Duke. Columbia. It's oh, not really? no, Carolina. It's, it's, it's They're not the only fucking Carolina. That's why I hate it. Because, like, everyone's always like, 
Well, they're not. Yeah. But that's the thing. That's that, why like, there's a South and a North. I know, yeah. No, but that's why I hate it because everybody assumes when you say Carolina, their first they're assumption North is Carolina. North. And I'm I like, mean, they're the top fuck one. y'all. <laughs> How does this I'm like, so change you your life? Feel that violently about it. <laughs> there's more than just UNC Chapel Hill. There's more than just fucking Duke. It's not just the Carolina there's Panthers. There's also Elon and Wake Forest. Uh, yeah. Two other schools I applied to. Where, and, where is Vanderbilt? No, that's in Tennessee. That's in, ten, you're the only 10 it is I in see. Yes. Isn't that weird? It's you what? It's in Nashville. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. so weird to think about. You wouldn't think. Anyways, Nashville. I just wanted to point out that, like, also, every, everybody <laughs> I know <laughs> from South Carolina or went to South Carolina um, and was actually from South Carolina didn't actually cheer for the Carolina Panthers because they're in freaking Charlotte, North Carolina. And yeah, Dale Jr. is a Washington Redskins fan. They're more of a... That does not make sense. He has to go over the Carolina Panthers well, to cheer. I, I well, Carolina know, Panthers wasn't a thing I until... I don't know why he likes the Redskins. However, uh... Carolina Panthers is actually a like, younger organization. Um, but, um, Joe Gibbs, who coached for the Washington Redskins mm-hmm. slash still owns part of the Washington Redskins organization. Also owns a race team. Oh. Just saying. Cool. He's called Coach Gibbs. Okay, so, but the thing is, the Carolina Panthers is a pretty young organization, so that's Uh why a lot of people aren't actually fans of the Carolina Panthers. Their first season was established in 1993 compared to, like, the Cowboys, which have been around for... They weren't... You know what's crazy? There's a lot of people that are loyal Cowboys Mm -hmm. fans that are not from Dallas or even Texas. And I've met them, like, at the airport. Yeah. It's wild. It's the biggest organization. Yeah. They're, like... Oh, and the cheerleaders. A lot of South Carolina folks actually are... Their uniforms in the Smithsonian. That's so cool. I didn't know that. The cheerleaders are the football team. Good. Cheerleader, you know, good. Good, because they deserve it more. Well, it's just iconic. Yeah. No, I, I'm not being sarcastic. No, no, I'm no. like, yeah. I think the cheerleaders are they more talk about it on making the team. So a lot <laughs> of what, so a lot of my friends actually from South Carolina, who were, are from native South Carolina, South Carolinians, I guess is the term. Um, Carolinians. Uh, yeah, the Carolinians. Uh, Carolinians. Carolinians, sorry, yeah. No, that's Carol- what it is. You don't have to look it up. <laughs> so, my friends who are, like, native <laughs> South Carolinians, a few of them, and a lot of them actually, a lot of their families are actually Cowboys fans, because in the ni- in the 80s, it was when the Cowboys were was really big, in and that's 80s, when, early 90s. yeah, and that's when people were starting to get into football a lot more, and so one of my best guy friends from South Carolina was a Cowboys fan, and we just watched the game together, and it was the best thing ever, because it's just nice to have that home is feeling. it braver than my brother being a Cowboys fan okay. in Packers country? No, yeah, no, no, because everybody's braver than a U.S. Marine. <laughs> he has Cowboys paraphernalia, like he has a sticker on his car, Ooh. and he's like, "Fuck yeah!" Doesn't care. Isn't a cheesehead at all. In fact, hates. <laughs> so. All right, so yeah, I looked up a list of den. Demonyms, which are basically like the demonyms. Demonyms. I'm trying to think of how to describe that. For the list of U.S. states and territories, so like, I'm from Texas. I'm a Texan. I'm a Texan. Yeah. That's what a demonym is. You're a Missourian. So, you're a Louisiana. South Carolina. And they have like alternatives, so it's like South Carolinian. 
Carolinian. Sorry. And then alternative, sand slapper. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who wants to be called that? What? North Carolinian. Tar heel. Yeah. Yeah. That. Tar boiler. Makes sense. Um, another one. What? Minnesotan. Gopher. Okay. <laughs> um, New ooh. Hampshireian. That's a New Hampshire man. New Hampshire woman. Okay. New Hampshire right. Oh, Ma- Massachusetts has a lot. Masshole. That's one of the alternatives. It's a derogatory. And it says though. derogatory. I said exonym. Can be a, can, be, can affectionate. be affectionate. Oh, those massholes. <laughs> uh, so Massachusettsian. Massachusetts. Bay Stater. Massachusetts. It's such a fucking long word. Man. Massachusettsian. Thank you. That's why massholes is the easiest. Masshole. Did you say Massachusetts? I know, right? I Michigan. Know. Michigander. Yeah. Michigan. Michiganian. Michiganian. Oh, it's Michigan. Michigander is what I hear. I can't believe they Michigander. call them Michiganians. Wolverine. Michiganite. Youper. That, how stupid is Wolverine? it to be called the Wolverine when you've got like a, other schools? Yeah, my friend who's a, a <laughs> Michigan State. Like she would be pissed right now. They would be pissed. <laughs> Uh, Delawarean blue hen's chicken. <laughs> what is that nut? Nutmeg. Nutmeg. Nutmegger. That sounds like one of those like oh, nice what? ways of saying swear words. <laughs> Get your nutmegger ass out of here. California. California. It's a it's California. A, oh, unofficial. maybe like Mexican related. I don't know. That could be true. Mainer, down eastern maniac. 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 I, I like love that. that. <laughs> um, and that's not the official. It should be. It should totally but be official. I think that's right. great. You might need Stephen to King is that. a oh, maniac. Yeah. Didn't he say, like, the spookiness of Maine, like, inspired him He's, to... like, le- legit maniac. from there slash maniac. still lives there. Like, I would... So, first of all, I would just say, if I could pick a state to live in and, like... I'd be Maine. Without oh, yeah. Worrying about money, it would totally be Maine or Washington. They're State. excusing all students. No, loans. no, only STEM majors. I looked it up. Believe me, I was like, I'm ready to move to Maine. <laughs> like, I don't want to have debt anymore. It's only STEM majors. We're fucked, Wolf. <laughs> We're too. Well, actually, everybody yeah, in this room like, is fucked. But I can't constitute. I can't constitute my business degree as a STEM. Mine might. Okay. Mine's not. Go. <laughs> Get out. Game final. Monica, leave us. Game final. Utah State 6 to LSU's 42. Whoop. Yeet. Damn, what a game. Okay. Yeah. You do scissors most of the time, too. I do it because you do it. So you do it to purposely pause with me? Well, I, I do. Yes. Because. Instead of beating you so that we can actually play it so you can pick something else after scissors. Because if you pick scissors first every time, mm-hmm. and I always pick rock, then I'm always going to win. What's the fun in that? So let's get to round two and actually play. <laughs> <laughs> I like a little competition. You make it too easy. <laughs> it's like LSU playing Utah State. What's the point? Let's get to Florida. Okay. Let's go. Did you guys already do this? I'm, I'm going first. Was that all recorded? <laughs> <laughs> I want actual competition. So, Chrissy... Monica, stop reading over her shoulder. <laughs> I said one word. 
and was interrupted. <laughs> I didn't say anything. That's because you're reading over her shoulder. <laughs> it just helps me listen. Does it? Yeah. Oh, You've done well so far. That's why I do it. I literally read over your shoulder every single time. Nuh-uh. Or I look up the story. Fine. Okay. So I'm special. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Christy Schoen Cod was born on September 3rd, 1976 in Madrid. Oh. oh but my her people. father was in the Air Force. Oh. So he was like. So kind of my people. American. American. She was born. A dual citizen. Yes. Which is cool. I, well, I don't know if that applies everywhere. No. So, um, Trump's actually trying to take that away. Of course he is. <laughs> He's trying to take away everything, so is, why should this be any different? This applied to People. Joe Biden's citizenship, I think, because he was born in Panama, of all places. And so I, he only wants to make him Panamanian? Is that what he's saying? Basically, so like... He's saying you shouldn't be an American citizen if you were born abroad? Yeah, even, even though, though you're, you're American, your parents are American. American. Yeah. Trying to take fuck, he's up. literally fucking like his whole fan base. Farmers, yeah, like, well, not all. Uh, there are a lot of ex-military who don't support him. Yes, a so, lot. But, yeah, a lot. I was surprised to find out that there's um, liberal people in the military. There's tons of them. Tons. Yeah, there's a lot. I worked with some at Barnes and Noble. Anyway, so. Her father was in the Air Force, so they moved around a lot. Uh, she mostly grew up living in Louisiana, Mississippi, and Texas. Lit! Um, but she, like, landed in North Carolina and stayed there. Boo. After they stopped moving. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. But her favorite type of food to cook... Are you going to do this the whole episode? <laughs> her favorite type of food to cook, and this is relevant, was Cajun cuisine. Mm. So, like... Relevant. Yum. Uh, and, like, good taste. Uh... So, the Food Network channel on TV. The best channel? After the House Hunting channel? Well, cooking channels also equally as great. I like the cooking channel as well. Well, I was also thinking of, like, the House Hunting channel. HGTV. My fave. So, the Food Network has a show called Food Network Star. It used to be called The Next Food Network Star. Oh, yeah. It has since rebranded, and it's just called that now. But, so, basically, the point of that show was every season they would have a competition and whoever won would get their own Food Network show. Yes. It's really cool. Lots of publicity. There are like tons of people who you probably didn't know well, from the food. shows now that yeah. are on that show. So it's pretty cool. My dad was obsessed with that show. I mean, nowadays though, why do that when you can just post it on YouTube and get famous that way? <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like, no, I mean, yeah. To be honest, yeah. It's cheaper. It's cheaper. Um, my dad actually tried out for the show. <gasps> what? He Fun didn't fact. Make it, obviously. That's so cool, cool, though. Um, yeah, he was like always wanting to try out for a cooking show. The only one he like refused to was Hell's Kitchen because he was like, "I'm gonna punch Gordon Ramsay in the face." Even though I, I fucking love, love Gordon Ramsay, that, that would have been great. No, I I love Gordon Ramsay, and my dad's hate of him was unfounded because like Gordon Ramsay's actually like a really nice. He is. And Have you seen him with the, with the kitties? kitties? It's like that is where not in a bad way. Like no, like yeah. the kid, the kid show. Kitchen. Yeah. The thing with that is like his patience is for the children. Like, yes, they are learning. This is their time to grow and learn. We're talking about adults who are incompetent that he's screaming at, and it's his business. Like he's allowed to get mad yeah. at you. Oh. Okay. So Christy tried out for Food Network star. 
and made it. Ooh! Um, she made it onto the eighth season. It aired in 2012. But unfortunately, she was the first contestant kicked off, which, like, that's Sad. always depressing. I always feel like it's not fair because like, how you do didn't you, get enough yeah. time to prove mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah, you could be a... But the, I guess if that's you're how only it, supposed to prove yourself in this small amount of time and you didn't do you it... You gotta kill it. You gotta kill it. Oh, you have to be middle of the pack. So what I've seen a lot, like at the in the Great British Baking Show, like, you gotta be ride in, under the radar yeah, a little bit, right under the radar, and then explode on the last episodes. It works for like Dancing with the Star, not Dancing with the Stars. So you think you can dance? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Just get, just be an average the whole entire time. You'll get because to the top. Then you're, then you're there the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Around this time, after the show, Christy met J.T. Codd, who worked on film productions as a behind-the-scenes key grip. That's basically, like, lighting and sound work, in case you were wondering. She was working on movie sets catering. And they married in 2014, and shortly after that, Christy became pregnant with her first child. On March 15th, 2015, Christy and J.T., were reported missing after their families hadn't heard from them in several days. An investigation by the police led them to a suspect who was a local contractor in Asheville, North Carolina, and he was charged with their murders. How exactly their investigation led to this particular suspect, I'm not entirely sure. This trial's still ongoing or hasn't really even started yet? Well, no, it didn't start. He pled guilty. What am I saying? But, um, like, there's not a lot of information about this crime out there, but he was basically immediately under suspicion. Um, the exact nature of their murder has never been released, but at one point, the man said that he struck and killed them. While searching his property, the couple's remains were found in the man's stove. What? Yes. Say that again. I'm not laughing because it's funny. So while searching this man's property, the couple's remains were found in the man's stove. Mm. Oh, oh no. Did he eat them? I have no idea. Oh, please. Oh, thank God you don't go into that. I was about to be like, please, I'm stopping <laughs> I at cannibalism now. <laughs> no cannibalism in this story. So the date of their death has been presumed to be March 12th. On March 24th, this man's double-wide trailer suspiciously, suspiciously burned down. Suspiciously? So during the trial, he pled guilty uh, to the double murder and to two counts of dismembering remains because that's the only way they can fit. Sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> because it's desecrating a corpse. Yep. They're already dead. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that it's crazy? Like, that's illegal. It's like fucking a dead body. It's nice. Yep. You can't do that either. You can't but, do that either. No, you sorry. Can't. Clarification to what I said. It's nice. It's nice that they're protecting like the body, like body. your body after you die. Not fucking a dead corpse is nice. Yeah, okay. No, <laughs> that's not what you were saying. He will spend a minimum of sixty years in prison, which will hopefully be for the rest of his life. All right, now. Backtracking. Different. To 2000. Oh, okay. Both of my cases were in 2000. Sugar Ray was releasing some Probably. Albums. We were in kindergarten slash first grade. 
We're all in the same age, aren't we? You yeah. weren't a grade younger than us, right? No, he's the same age. He's only seven days. Right. What am I saying? Yeah. I was what like, seven days he's apart? older than he's you. He's seven days younger than Isabel. That's really cute. Six. I'm so Six. obsessed with you guys. <laughs> yeah, you say it constantly. I think it too. I just don't say it. I say everything I feel like that if you, crosses my mind. Because I feel I like if I say it more than once, then you're really going to think I'm obsessed with you. And it's like, I'm okay with I'm you just know casually I'm obsessed with you. Interested. <laughs> I like think about y'all's relationship a lot. Well, I only think about it in the sense that I'm like, what? I want a wolf. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but also, I'm really happy I'm trying for to both think of like, you. A guy's so. name that could also be like a animal that could <laughs> fish. What? <it>. Coyote. Coyote. <laughs> I like that. Find a guy named Coyote. There's one on Grace and Frankie. Yes! Yes! There I is. love Coyote. I love him. I love his I love He's sweet. Show. He probably knows what meth tastes like. I hope he, he He definitely does. does. <laughs> or he's clean. We like that. We like that. Um, we do. I'm Brooklyn I'm saying we like to watch someone become clean. Yes. Their life back yeah. together. Okay. He definitely is getting his life back together. His little house. His or, little house. <laughs> I want him to date, what's her name? Brooklyn Decker. Brooklyn. Uh, What is her real name? No, that's the actress's name. Yeah, Yeah. it's like not. Brianna. Brianna. Brianna is the oldest who needs to get her life together. I love her her boyfriend. Whenever my mom and I watch that show, every time she says something, my mom looks over at me and is like, and I'm like, I'm not as bad as her. (laughs) Okay? I know I hate people, but. She takes it to another level, but she also finds love in what's his face. She finds someone that is her wolf. A good match. Yes, yeah. I was just about to say, puts up with her shit. Her wolf and like puts her on this pedestal. Like I know you're a powerful woman. Yeah, like, that re- like, puts like her on a pedestal it does not bother in a way yeah. that like isn't detrimental to him. Him, yeah. yeah. He's like I'm. Yeah, she could perfect. take advantage of that, and also because he he's perfectly content. He's like gave her shit for yeah. like trying to take advantage of him. Yeah, and his niceness. Anyway. And he's um he's perfectly content with her being the powerhouse woman he that she is. Sexy. It's so great. I love that. Find me a freak like that, right? <laughs> or find he, me a dude that's more he's successful t- than me. Wolf please. is the best because he's totally happy being the stay at home dad, and I'm like. Yes, go for it. I would love that. Take care of our kids. I will just Can make the money. Stay at home. <laughs> we well, just never leave our. Well, home. no, I'm like I will make all the money. I'll work because I don't think I could ever stay at home without wanting to shoot somebody. I mean, for a long time, <laughs> I say a long time, but for like the first year, that's basically what you're doing. They require minimal work, so. Until they get a little older, and then yeah. it's Once you never have a life ever again. To, Once they get a face, and then have thoughts. <laughs> Once they get a face, <laughs> instead of instead of generic, yeah, <laughs> like a y'all will have toad. cute babies. They're gonna be Filipino as fuck. Okay, so as both of y'all are, yes, yeah, Filipino <laughs> people are cute. Do you need my Wi-Fi? No, I'm fine. My phone doesn't connect to Wi-Fi. So we're we're in the year two thousand. How do we even get on this train of? You talked about Sugar Ray. Not about Sugar Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Early two thousands. Sugar Ray. Was oh, kindergarten. Well, we're cute. 
No, kindergarten, then us I all being like, the, all in the same grade. grade. Okay, cool. Good, good. Go. <laughs> okay. Who knows? So, at night. We should rename our show to Tangent and some crime. <laughs> Three girls, one tangent. Yes. Oh. Three girls, Three one tangents. Tangent. A lot of girls. What? What? <laughs> okay. So at around 9 p.m. on Sunday, January 2nd, 2000. So mm. early 2000. Yes. Very so early. That's like two days in. Yeah. Okay. Zeb Quinn. Yes, his name is Zeb. Z E B B. Is it oh, short Zeb. for Zebediah? I have no, no idea. It's just Zeb. Zeb. All right. Last name Quinn with a Q. Ended his shift at the electronics department of a Walmart in Asheville, North Carolina. Asheville's such a cool city. Oh, it's pretty. It's like Austin, Texas. Oh. That's where we mm-hmm. were. Just in case I have to. But that's where Christy, the last thing Christy was. Oh, sorry. So the people okay. in the stove keep. Is that where she was found? She's also pregnant. Like, <gasps> yeah. You didn't say that? Yes, I did. Oh, my God. I missed that. <laughs> she was seven months pregnant. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's horrible. At the time, Zeb had been enrolled in his high school's ROTC program. Mm. So he's 18. Sorry. I was going to say, he's young then. Yeah. He's in high school. Which, according to his family, was the first place he felt like he fit in. Oh, <laughs> I just want to say that I love Zeb so much. Like sad. I'm gonna just like be sad this whole entire episode. Like he like I don't think I talk about this, but growing up he like had um, I they don't say dyslexia on learning the show learning that disabilities. I watched, like, on my note, but he definitely like had trouble with reading comprehension. Oh, okay, so it <clears> might not have been dyslexia, but like reading rough. comprehension, and so he like didn't have a lot of friends because he was like having a hard time in dumb. school oh and he also had these like really cute big glasses oh. to see like i'm sorry he's just like so super cute. sweet um so the rotc was like really like the first place he felt like he fit in and he loved to do service work with the rotc i love that yeah he like oh. really wanted a career in the, in military. the military i feel like a lot of men find themselves like a sense of community in the military. I think especially at the, at the very least, like some camaraderie, like yeah. a connection with other people. people. Similar to fraternities. Not even just, yeah. not even just that though. It kind of gives them structure, which they might be lacking in their life. We've always, yeah. oh, all yeah. three of us have always, four of us have always had pretty structured lives, but if oh, you yeah. don't, sort of, <laughs> I mean, for the most part, you know, like I did not have a traditional family, but yes, but you know, but like, you had, Structure. structure like you know it was r- half structure. Ha- yeah half <laughs> sorry st- i like need to emphasize i really didn't half the time but anyway how i know i know half the time you had structure and uh half you didn't but what you but that's more than some kids might have you um, know i just it just seemed like the emphasis was on reading a connection for him yeah like friends yeah so okay at walmart all of his coworkers loved him. And, uh, like, the older ladies who worked there yeah. were like, oh, my God, you're so adorable. Oh, I love and this. And he would, like, bring food in for them. Oh, like, there was one lady that, who, dies, like. He doesn't he? He sounds. What is this show? 
Like, what are we doing? Why do you kill off my conversation with my mom? Why do you kill off all my sad things? Why do you kill off all my favorite characters, Emily? I'm sorry. Here, I'll I'll show you a picture real fast. Like, to love him. Oh, are you so cute? Like, are you kidding? He's so cute. What a nice boy. I'm about to start crying on the spot. It's never happened before. This is um, Christy and JT. They're cute. Oh, we Uh, just bought them. They're cute. a cute couple. Yeah. They're super cute. I hate when people hold fish, though. <laughs> it's for posterity. Like, they're like, look at what we did. Why did I say it like that? <laughs> the well, young as hell. <laughs> I fish. I like fishing. I it's hate fun. Fishing. You have to get up really early, but. All right. Okay. Derek Shepard likes fishing. <sighs> okay. We don't <laughs> talk about him. <laughs> so, you know how I feel. Anyway. There was this one old lady who, like, really liked this one, like, tea from, like, a fast food restaurant, and he would always go get it to her, oh. like, for her and bring it to work. Stop! I'm upset! I... <laughs> You're not allowed to be Why upset, because then I'm getting... Why my favorite characters ever? <laughs> I'm sorry! <laughs> this happens. If it makes you feel any better, we don't know what happened to him. No, it doesn't. He wasn't in an oven, Okay. And he wasn't seven months pregnant. (laughs) If he was, I would have been really impressed. (laughs) Okay. So. Why didn't people laugh at that? He had. (laughs) (laughs) He had plans to travel after work to. Leicester? Leicester? It depends if you're (laughs) in the UK or in the US. Well, because if if I'm pronouncing this American. Leicester. It's Leicester. Leicester. You know, like there's but no Leicester. H. Leicester. Leicester is the whatever. The one the in the UK, that's, right? Isn't that fucking that, it's wild? It's spelled the same way. Oh. So, Lester. however you fucking say it, I don't know because it's the one in North Carolina. Lester the molester. I don't know why I said that. Sorry, go on. <laughs> They're going to that place. And he's going with Robert Jason Owens, who's one of his coworkers, and um, Zeb's trying to buy a new car. Uh, Zeb met Owens, Jason Owens, in the Walmart parking lot before they drove separately to look at the vehicle. The two men were seen on surveillance footage at a nearby gas station at approximately 9.15, purchasing sodas at the convenience store. Was that night? Yeah, he got off a shift at Walmart at 9 p.m. And they're going to go look at a car at night? Hey, if that's the only time you have. I mean, like, but, like... I don't know if and it's, maybe at, it's, like, at, it's a yeah, used car. It's a used car. So maybe somebody, car. like... Okay. Hey... No, because I'm thinking, like, a dealership? Are they going to a dealership? Or are they going... I have no... I, obviously. I, don't, I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Okay. But that's why I was confused, because, like, looking at a car yeah. at 9... They're not open. Yeah. <laughs> so, according to Jason, after leaving the gas station, Zeb signaled for him to pull over by flashing his headlights. Mm-hmm. And... Because, like I said, they were in separate cars. Yeah. Zeb told him that he had received a page... Yes. That's how dated this is. <laughs> uh, and needed to return the call. <laughs> I don't know how pages... I really don't know how pages... So work. pages, um, you can, like, text the number, and then it would say... A message. And it would say a message, like, blah, 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 call me now, and then just, it would scroll over f- to see the number. Okay. Because I think... At least I think, and this is based on all my knowledge off of friends, you can, like, send an SOS. Yeah. 
there's like very limited yeah no it's a limited space so you can say call me and then like the, your number would scroll by okay. for whoever it is. And yeah. so you would call back that number. Like would, less than 20 characters. Yeah. Because that's what I'm thinking. Like, it wasn't texting. No. You could still send some, some sort, of, sort of text. Like, so you can do SOS. Like, call me. Um, yeah. um, SOS in trouble. Like, help. there's a lot of different. Like, there's only, there's a limited amount of n- okay. names. Or you can, and, and it doesn't tell you who sent it normally. No, it just says a number. Yes. So then you have to, like, call the, memorize call. the numbers and, well, like, still just on yeah, but I mean, like you—that's why you would memorize numbers at the end of the day. Like you, well, for the phone, for the phone too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so he got a page. He needed to return the call. After he returned from using a payphone, Jason described Zeb as frantic. Zeb told him that he needed to cancel their plans, and he eventually sped off, but not before rear-ending Jason's truck. <gasps> so he was just what? like in such a oh, in panic. such a panic. Yeah. But That's then weird. He left. Yeah. Hours later, Jason was treated at a hospital for fractured ribs and a head injury. <gasps> he said he'd sustained in a second car accident. So, like, a totally separate oh. car accident. Wow. But no accident report was filed with the police. So we're saying that Jason did this. I wouldn't go that far. Oh. Not yet. Not yet. Just keep an open mind. So the following afternoon, Zeb's mother, Denise Lahakis, what a name, yeah, Lahakis. filed a missing persons report. The night before, she had been trying to reach him via his pager to see if he wanted her to pick up dinner for him and for her, like, yeah. together. Together, yeah. But he never responded to her multiple pages, and this was very unusual. Like. He might miss one or two. Yeah. The way she described it, but, like, to never get back to her. Yeah. I mean, the pages, you... It will keep scrolling until you check the page. Until you get a new one. Yeah. So, that night, she actually was, like, concerned enough, I guess, to call Walmart, like, to see, okay, maybe he's, like, still there or something. Also, it had... The holidays had just ended, and she thought maybe he was working extra hours still, the holiday schedule, because he had been. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Um, but she found out that he'd already clocked out for the night and then she called around to his friends and they say they haven't seen him. So, well, two days after Zeb was last seen, a man purporting to be Zeb called Walmart and was like talking to Zeb's manager and said that he would not be coming into work because of an illness. But immediately she was like, this isn't him. Yeah. And um, I loved her, like, on the show that I was watching to get my notes, because she was like, I'm going to star 69 this bitch. <laughs> like, she, she, like, went, to, she had, like, the, ca- the phone cable, like, she was, like, running around the store, like, like, the cable was, like, following her and, like, got on a different phone to star 69 it. There's only one phone that could do it. <laughs> like, I was just like, this is so funny. Um, I love this. <laughs> so when they hung up, she did that. Yeah. And also she, like, did this whole trick where she was like, and what time were you supposed to work today? Yeah. And, like, and who are you again? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. trying to trip up whoever's calling. Also, like, if you called my work saying that I'm right, not coming that's in, just... they'd know it wasn't you. Yeah. Me. Also, they'd be like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't call in to work. Yeah. No one calls in to work. <laughs> I just, like, don't you, put, you could cut that. But I text my, I, like, have my... I text my boss, yeah. yeah. And that, I text I my call. boss, yeah. yeah. Why am I going to call? So the phone call was traced back to a Volvo plant. Volvo. 
where Jason worked. Okay. This um, yeah. So I'm right. <laughs> oh, okay, Brandon. <laughs> so when questioned, Jason admitted making the phone call. But he claimed that he was doing this as a favor to Zeb because Zeb had called him and asked him to call in for him. So investigators do call Jason's employers at Volvo and find out that he was late to work the day after Zeb disappeared. Hmm. Investigators also look into this second accident that Jason supposedly was involved in. And there's nothing in the records. Well, there was no... So, he was extremely hurt, but the accident wasn't called in, and his car only had minimal damage. So, who's... How are you extremely hurt, but your car has... Whose car were you driving, sir? So, during the investigation, police interviewed a woman named Misty Taylor, in whom Zeb was... sounds like a stripper. Do you get that vibe? Yeah. Yeah. So Zeb was romantically interested slash sort of involved, and um, his mom had actually listed her as someone close to him on the missing persons report. I guess you have to, like, list people That's cool. that are close okay. to the missing person. Y'all would be on my top. Same. Ditto. So Zeb had developed a relationship with her in the weeks preceding his disappearance. He found out as they grew closer that she was actually in a relationship with someone else. Oh. And... That her and the someone else had a baby together. <gasps> Ooh. So, like, double whammy. Yeah. A lot of people who were close to him warned him that maybe not a good idea to, like, get involved with her. <laughs> I mean, his mom was like, she's got baggage. Like, you can do better. But she also, like, didn't tell you that she was in a relationship with somebody else and that she had a baby with this person. Yeah, like, I feel so... like maybe they're li- she's lying to you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not Maybe a great not start. Maybe not the best choice of mate. <laughs> Just like you can do better. Also, you're 18. You have so much life to live. How old is she? I don't know. I don't think she was in high school. I so. know, Wolf. I said you have so much life to live. He like to Zed, but then he goes, "Well, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I get it. I." <laughs> so he told friends and family that like Missy's boyfriend was abusive. Uh, Misty's boyfriend, whose name is Wesley Smith, had threatened Zeb after he discovered that the two had been speaking, like Zeb and Misty. Mm-hmm. The threat was apparently made on New Year's Eve, according to what Zeb had told his grandmother after the phone call. Because, like, I guess he, the way it was described was he was talking to Misty on the phone, mm-hmm. and then her boyfriend got on the phone and was like, Yo, back off. Back off. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. I'm going to kill you. And then Zeb Gosh. hung up and was like, I'm in trouble, Grandma. I don't know. <laughs> Probably wasn't the exact quote, but... Nana. <laughs> Nana. Wait, wasn't there, that like, a... Up. <laughs> what? There was a murderer that did that. Something along those lines. They were like, I killed Johnny. Yeah, Nana, I know what you're thinking like that. It was the Dean Coral. Yes. Because he murdered Dean. I murdered Dean. Mama, I killed Dean. You can actually look this up because the police were, like, there and recording it. He, like, called his mom and was like, well, all right. Long story short, Dean Coral was, like, an awful human being who murdered a bunch of boys in Houston. <gasps> and got away with it for a really long time. Oh, my God. But he had a, like, 
18 year old accomplice Mm -hmm. his accomplice murders him okay and that's what i'm talking about he like was arrested yeah because he helped dean yes obviously and then murdered dean Dean. (laughs) so but anyway he called his mom and was like i killed dean like that's his accent straight up like that's texas all right (laughs) texas for you probably also south carolina accents are (laughs) or north carolina north carolina (laughs) accents are my favorite favorite southern accent is north carolina dale jr I can do his accent. It is so soothing. Yeah. South Carolina is high up there. It's actually second place. She like doesn't her. care. She's not she, from there. <laughs> she doesn't care. have that accent. I'm just saying. Accent. It's like, it's mm, great. None of, and then. My accent is I can't say my R's and then people assume I'm a fucking, I'm from fucking New York. And then I'm yeah, like, yeah, I've no. People text me when they listen to the pod they're like, where's your friend from? Dallas. Dallas, Here. I can't say my R's. You I want to start keep lying. I started. You should tell them you're like, I don't know. But then they're like, you're too nice to be from there. And I'm like, I am. <laughs> I think New Yorkers are so nice. So nice, so Minnesota? Nice. I just think they have a reputation. Okay. It's not necessarily true. It's like French people. Yes, they're so nice. But French people have a bad reputation for being mean. It's not true. Hey, some of them were kind of mean when I went to Paris. I bet a lot of people in a lot of countries are mean to tourists. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Like, That's a better thing. Just get the yeah. fuck out. <laughs> I'm walking here. I walk in here. The phone call with his grant. He got off yeah. the phone. Grant. Yeah. Okay. Investigators. <laughs> Investigators. <Mama. laughs> investigators interview misty and her boyfriend and they said that they had an alibi for that night slash the following day and that they had stayed home together with their child taylor and smith have denied any involvement in zeb's disappearance no ties between jason misty or her boyfriend have ever been made so like they're all separate there's not like yeah a connection there's not a dee-doo 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 A review of the phone records in the case indicates that the page that Zeb received on the evening of January 2nd was dialed from the home of his paternal aunt, a woman named Ina Eustich. Ina Eustich? Zeb had very little contact with her prior to his disappearance because he wasn't close to his dad's side of the family or his dad, and uh, she denied making the call page thing. But... What? Ina told police she was having dinner at the home of her friend, Tamara Taylor, Misty's mother. Oh. Misty and her boyfriend were also present. What the freak? Ina and Tamara were going to open a restaurant together. So, like, that's why they were hanging out. So, it was New Year's Eve dinner, and Misty and her boyfriend were there. Interesting. Okay. Liar, liars, pants on fires. On January 6, 2000, uh, Zeb's mom received a phone call from a fellow nurse at the Asheville Hospital where they both worked. Also, this nurse was went to high school with Zeb. She was, like, a couple years older than him. Oh, so, okay. like, they'd yeah, yeah. gone to high school at the same time. And she told Zeb's mom that she'd seen Zeb's Mazda protege in the parking lot of a barbecue restaurant that was across the street from the hospital. And uh, she, like, immediately calls the cops before she even goes over to the car. Like, apparently Zeb's car is across the street. Like, 
Go. Also, that girl knew it was his car because she went to high school with him, saw him in his car. So it's not like. Rent. It's not creepy. She's not. Yeah. Involved in this. Yeah. No, so, she just was. Not being, that I know of. She so. was just being a concerned citizen. She knew he was missing, and they worked at the same hospital yeah. together. Okay. So, poli- so we. This is. You thought it's weird already. It's getting weirder. Police examined the car, which had been left with its headlights on and the windows cracked, meaning open, not cracked. Yes. Okay. So the windows were open. Uh, the car had been clearly parked near the road where it would be visible. So like with the headlights on. Somebody was bound to go up to it. A pair of lips and an exclamation mark had been drawn onto the back windshield. So like, it wasn't like someone kissed the windshield because that's what I thought at first. It was like like somebody somebody drew drew lips. lips. They were badly drawn. I have a picture I'll show you in a second. And a live Labrador mixed puppy was found inside. What? The windows were cracked, guys. Where did it come from? I don't know. I still don't know. Okay. I'm happy it's a Did someone? Did someone take? Did you get adopt the dog? We're gonna talk about the dog. Worry about Zeb for a second. (laughs) The dog's alive. The dog was alive. That's so weird. Why would they do that? Ew, that is really badly drawn. They're bad. I need an explanation. They're bad. Yeah. Okay. So it's weird, right? And uh, it's across the street from the ho- hospital. That's in his the barbecue mom, restaurant parking lot. Across, across the, the street from where the his mom works. So you definitely someone was. You're ahead of the game. I'm about to talk about it. You're so smart. No, I just like... <laughs> She's like, no, I'm not smart <laughs> Stop at all. this. Stop <laughs> it. Don't We're t- allowed to compliment you. Take it. Look at how far you've grown. Take it. I Accept don't... it. You stop Say, it. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so... <laughs> just... Stop. <laughs> Sometimes I'm a child. Okay, a hotel key card was also discovered in the vehicle, but investigators were unable to trace the hotel. Believe was it the me, dogs? they did everything. Yes, the dog's hotel. <laughs> they the like, dog had to come from somewhere. Could not find any local hotel slash motels that it belonged to. Like they literally can never. They've never figured it out. I wonder so though now with how much technology has like, I mean, advanced. Unless they go like statewide to search for it it would be hard plus a lot of hotels have probably gotten rid Changed. of it you know it's yeah just, well i was just thinking like you know like swiping the key or... I, I, they're they they know that there's a ton of data on there yeah. that they can't access and that it's so like annoying. frustrating yeah so. probably that's why um there's an app where you can like take a picture of your motel and post it and human trafficking human trafficking yeah, yeah. I use ashton kutcher for uh Sorry. Made the app. A- Ash- yeah, I was just about to say that. It's for his um... venture capital firm. No. Oh no, his, his um, like charity. Yeah, to stop for, human trafficking. Trafic- yeah. Like his what? His <laughs> to take pictures of your hotel. <laughs> he started a venture capital firm. Yeah. He is a very he was savvy a man. Yeah. Early investor in Snapchat and Uber. Yeah, he's very. Isn't that insane? He's a very smart, also. smart businessman. And hot. And hot, and hot. as hell, yeah. So hot. And, and married to an to even hotter, hotter woman. Yes. And they have <laughs> beautiful all children. People. Charity, because, like, that's a really oh, cool what charity. What is the name of it? 
I can't think of it. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Miss Wikipedia. She's going to look it up yeah. while I keep going. So they also found several drink bottles and a jacket that did not belong to him in the car. So it sounds like his car is used to go It was clearly not, it had not been found like that night or Yeah, anything. no. So police collected forensic evidence from the car but uncovered no new leads. Zeb mm. Thorne. Yes. I should know that. Oh, lol. Uh, Zeb's mother believes the car was placed there by someone who had knowledge that she worked nearby, intending for the car to be found. Police also said that regardless, someone was going to call this car in, like, from seeing the dog in there alone. Yeah. Like, they didn't need to do anything. People are going to call if they see a pet alone in a car. So sad. Hopefully. How would you do that to a puppy? I need to know the origin of this dog. I, they don't know either, so I'm about to get to that. The police went to shelters, breeders, and the pound to see if anyone had gotten the puppy from them, but no one recognized the dog. The puppy was later adopted by one of the lead investigators. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> At least there's a happy story. I like how you braced yourself for, like, the reaction. I knew it was going to happen. And, like, I mean, yeah. The dog's cute. It's a black lab. Hey, you know, that's a happy story and this a very sad story of... Disappearance. Yeah. So a couple <laughs> later called the police to report that they had seen Zeb's car being driven in downtown Asheville. And they assisted police in producing a composite image of the person driving the car. And also recording as much of the license plate as they could see. And it, like, had the same numbers as Zeb's. So that's cool. They had seen news reports on TV about Zeb's disappearance and were like, we know oh that. My God, that's the car. Car. Yeah. Um, police would later note that the sketch bore a strike, striking resemblance to Misty Taylor. Huh? They made her come in for questioning, but she denied ever driving Zeb's car. In fact, Misty says she believes this couple that apparently saw her driving the car that they made this entire thing up. Which is like, of course that's what you're going to say. Um, Ina, uh, she later filed a police report stating that her house was broken into that evening. That Zeb got the page. Although nothing was stolen, she reported that a few picture frames and other items were moved around. Weird. Police thought this was super strange and that she probably did make up this story about a break-in. To explain away the page. Yeah. Except it doesn't make any sense because she had her pager with her at the dinner. Um, she later said that she never told the police that anyone broke into her home. She's sketchy. This whole entire family is sketchy. sketchy. Well, not his mom. Not his mom. His shit. mom sounds wonderful. His mom's great. And yeah. his sister's great. Love his sister. She but was on the episode I watched. They, but like his aunt and He's Misty and all of them sound sketchy as heck. Okay, so I don't know the date of this, so don't ask. <laughs> but Jason is like asked to pull over by the cops. I don't know, whatever. Like mm-hmm. he made a traffic violation and the lights go off. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm familiar with the process. Yes. Because it, it's so weird to be asked to pull over because you're not being like verbally asked. It's just like the lights are <laughs> on you need to fucking pull over. It's not even an sometimes, ask. Sometimes they do yell out. Pull over. Yeah, on the yeah. microphone. Pull over. Okay. 
so he refused to pull over. Can and you refuse to pull over? What do what do you do in this called situation? It's called away. getting shot. Oh. Oh. Um, <laughs> well, uh, so he was like, in fact, he sped up to drive oh. away. Oh. Which this resulted in a high speed chase. Oh. So Jason actually fires his gun at the cop oh. while driving. But he's eventually caught and is charged with driving while intoxicated and assaulting a police officer. And so he goes to prison for four years. Bye. Oh my this God. is all like really random. Like, I guess he just didn't want to get pulled over for drinking. Okay. But like, you shot at a cop. But you shot at a cop. You could have just, you know, pulling, getting pulled over for drinking versus shooting at a cop. Like, dude. Where's the correlation? Where? Well, when you're drunk. <laughs> Again, being impaired. Okay. On March 17th, 2015, 15 years after Zeb's disappearance, Jason was arrested in an unrelated incident for the disappearance and murder of Food Network star Christy Schoen and JT Cobb. What? And their unborn child. So, Jason later admitted to killing... Christy, Cod, and their unborn child, and also pleaded guilty to two counts of dismembering, like I said. Yeah. In a plea deal with his attorneys, he was sentenced in 2017 and is going to spend 60 years in prison, like I said already. In June 2015, detectives investigating Zeb's disappearance announced they had unearthed fabric, leather materials, and unknown hard fragments under a layer of concrete on Jason's property. The search warrant was initially obtained March 31st, 2015. Remember, Jason's double wide burned down mysteriously before oh. this on March 24th. Huh. Just saying. According to the warrant, investigators also found an unknown white powder substance as well as pieces of metal and concrete. On another part of the property, authorities found numerous plastic bags containing possibly pulverized lime. Or powdered mortar mix. So lime. Oh yeah. Uh, it Bombs. like will disintegrate a body. Oh. People use it for like. Soap. L Y. That. And also like when you're trying to get rid of bodies. Bodies. Yeah. This is a good way to yeah. do it. Yeah. It just gets rid of like it won't smell like yeah. the body's just gonna disintegrate. It's not gonna exist. Oh my gosh. So yeah. Um, authorities did not comment on whether the fragments found were human bones or if they believe they had discovered Zeb's remains, citing an ongoing investigation. But on July 10th, 2017, a Buncombe County grand jury returned an indictment charging Jason with first-degree murder for the death of Zeb. <gasps> Yay! According to the Asheville Police Department, this indictment is the result of years of investigative work and persistence by detectives of the Asheville Police Department, as well as ongoing partnerships with the members of Zeb's family and the Buncombe County District Attorney's Office. So I'm thinking if they got an indictment, there must be some sort of proof. Proof, yeah, there has to be proof. There's no way that... So hopefully we find out what happens to Zeb, because he hasn't pled guilty to this. Oh, I just, I don't know. Like, obviously Jason's a fucking murderer. I'm not saying that. But. What's his motive? What did yeah, he do to Yeah, what did Zeb? he do to What's the correlation? And why? Like, it's so weird. 
I like was the way they had a party. Like I think he did it because he was like hurt. Remember? Yeah, he was like he had broken he had ribs moved, and yeah. and stuff. So I think it's like totally possible that they got into a fight or something. But he, the dub did get that page. Like they know that. Yeah. What's up with that? And his like ex, his like love interest slash. That yeah, the like, was weird. And her driving his car, car, the whole car thing. What's the dog? Like, what's happening? <laughs> Like There's so much unanswered. Really yeah. So I, when I first read about this case, Christy hadn't died. Like none of that had happened. Oh. So this was all still like no one knew who did this. Yeah. So it was even crazier. And so a lot of people really did think like Misty did and it. her boyfriend did it. But like, what? <laughs> now, like I don't know. It's just it's just crazy. Did Jason know Christy and her boyfriend? They said there was no connection between the two. So like. What does it all mean? Will we find out? <laughs> I don't know. Tune in next time. On. All right, all right, all right. So, this is the murder of the Lawson family. Oh. Cool. Spoopy. Happened on December 25th, 1929. And I get, like, kind of weird, like, solder family disappearance vibes. Good times. So here's a photo of the fam. Throw back to like first episode. First episode. Oh. Old timey. Lots of children. Oh my god, I love the story. I love the story. Took you a while. I have no idea. <laughs> a minute. <laughs> so a little bit of background. So Charles David. Wow. Hold on. There we go. In 1911, Charles Davis Lawson married Fanny Manring, and they had eight children. Eight the third, children. William, was born in 1914, and he died of an illness in 1920. In 1918, following the move of his younger brothers, Marion and Elijah, to uh, Germantown, Lawson took his whole family to Germantown, North Carolina. They worked as tenant tobacco farmers, saving up money, enough money to buy a, their own farm on Brook Cove Road. So in 1929, shortly before Christmas, Charlie Lawson, age 43, took his wife, 37, and their seven children, Marie, 17, Arthur, 16, Carrie, 12, Maybell, old-timey name, love it, seven, James, four, Raymond, two, Mary Lou, four months, into town to buy new clothes and have a family portrait taken. This would have been a really uncommon occurrence for a working rural class family. Um, and this is why people think that Charlie's act was premeditated. So Lawson's, Lawson purchased the farm two years ago. Hold on. And Charlie's the dad. Yeah. I'm trying to keep up with the names. Seven names are seven hard. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Sorry. That's why I was like, there's a lot. Lisa, <laughs> so uh, he purchased his own farm two years ago together with the fact that a, uh, so, so on the afternoon of December 25th, Lawson first shot his daughters, Carrie and Maybell, as they were setting out to go to their aunt and uncle's house 
Lawson waited for them by the tobacco barn, and when they were enraged, he shot them with a 12-gauge shotgun, ensured that they were dead by bludgeoning them, <gasps> and then placing the bodies in a tobacco form. What? I know. I know. His own daughters. His own daughters. And then afterwards, he returned to the house, shot Fanny, who's on the porch. His wife? 37 years old. Crazy. On the porch, and then got, as soon as the gun fired, Marie, one of his other daughters, screamed while the two boys, James and Raymond, attempted to find a hiding place. Raymond was like two. So sad. Marie's four. Right, like. So of course she's screaming. Her, what? What's happening? What's happening? She's she's four. Just hold on. So he shot Marie. He found the two boys. He shot them. Oh my god! Last week, four month. No. You're not gonna. You're not gonna yeah. do well. No. 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 Why do I always pick the most fucked up ones? Why? Um. Are he kills the baby, and it's thought to be that she was bludgeoned to death. Oh. This man was unwell. And after the murders, he, like a couple of hours later, he shot himself. We're good. The only survivor was his eldest son, 16-year-old Arthur. What's how? Why? Who he sent on an errand before committing the crime. Like, did he purposely save him? Why did he? Did he, he s- just have, like, this weird break? Like, what's what's? But the why one? him? Why not any of the other people? Your other children, yeah. If you wanted to shoot your wife and yourself, like... Fine, but like, why? Why let one? How do you choose the one that gets to live? Out of your kids, they were literally. I know. I know. <sighs> the bodies of the family members were found with their arms crossed and rocks under their heads. Weird. It's like so you put weird. them to sleep. I don't know. Like thinking of like murders in like the 1920s, I don't imagine that much um... detail. No. Care. Um, you know how whenever you're, like, watching Criminal Minds and they're, like, they position the body. Like, this shows, oh, like, that sort of yeah. thing. When I imagine, like, the 1920s murder, I'm imagining, like, the Wild West and it's, like... Yeah. Shooting, no. tooting, rooting. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it was a little more sophisticated, I think. Just a little. Yeah. But it's just... I mean, he still positioned the bodies, like, put them asleep, yeah. basically, is what it's crazy. like. I don't know. It just... It feels interesting. Um, it shows, as someone on Criminal Minds would say, the way that he positioned the body shows remorse. Well, yes. Usually if you, like, well, that kind of position where they're, like, resting. Yeah. Also, like, the arms over the chest is, like, a death pose. Yeah. Yeah, like. But then he put, like, rocks underneath it. Like, he, they were resting. Sleeping. Like, sleeping. So, I don't know. There's, like, a lot of multitudes of th- layers like, that it's a lot of weird shit such yeah. a like I would l- love to know what was going through his mind or you if get he a, ate like a really weird mushroom also know? the last thing I wanted to say about this is that that makes you murder this is taking the murder mush this is taking favorite child to a whole nother level yep <laughs> well that's one of the theories so the gunshot of Charlie's suicide in the woods was heard by the people who already had learned about the murders on the property, and they, like, gathered there. Oh. Um, also, a police officer who was with the son that was sent out. Arthur. Arthur, yeah. Uh, ran to, like, tell him. To discover... Wait. 
Where's with Arthur? Yeah, Randown discovered Charlie's body, the dad, um, with a letter to, and he had, like, a letter to his parents. Uh, the tree that he, like, shot himself by was, like, surrounded by footsteps, so it looks like he was pacing over and over and over just prior to taking his own life. So, like with most um, crime, there was a head injury involved. So, months before the event, Charlie Lawson sustained a head injury. And people, family, friends, theorized that this altered his me mental state and was related to the massacre. But they did an autopsy on the brain at John Hopkins, and they found nothing. Then there they was... found nothing in 1924, science? <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. So, um, another reason that they think might be is that Mary Mary who was Marie Marie who was 17 years old was pregnant by Charlie like her father <gasps> I know and um so there was a book that was published in 1990 called White Christmas Bloody Christmas oh. about this wow. and the book said that there was a rumor about Charlie sexually abusing Mary and um it was Keep from saying Mary I, I know. It's Marie. I know. <laughs> Are you sure it's Marie? It's Marie. It's yeah, Marie. I'm looking oh. at it. Uh, Marie. 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 Um, so that's where this rumor started. They were like, someone was doing a tour of the house before the family was murdered and like, I guess, saw evidence that. of that. Back then, like, weird. let people have tours in their homes. Oh my god, that's know, weird. weird. <laughs> so weird. So the day they saw the events, like they saw him sexually abuse. It, there's no details on what was seen. Just okay. Wait. So the day before the book was to be published, the White Christmas, Bloody Christmas, the author receives a call from someone called Stella Lawson, a relative who had been interviewed for the book. Stella said that she overheard Fanny's sister-in-law. The wife's yeah. sister-in-law and aunts, including Is it Charlie's sister. No, no. They said maybe Fanny's on the other sister -in -law. side. Oh, sister-in-law Fanny. So that would be yeah. Charlie's Sorry, Charlie's sister. Um, Fanny's sister-in-law, so Charlie's sister. And Fanny's mom. That. Okay. That. No, sorry. Yeah, Fanny. No, sorry. Stella's mom, Jetty Lawson, who is related to Charlie. Fanny Lawson had confided in them that she was concerned about an incestuous relationship between her husband and her daughter, Marie. Uh. Jetty died, unfortunately. Um, and... Oh, Jenny died in 1928. And um, that means Fanny had been suspicious of this incest long before the murders in 1929. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, more support for this theory was... Here's Yeah. More support for this theory was relieved, revealed in another book called Meaning of Our Tears. This book is just obsessed... With, or, this author is just obsessed with this. Is the same um, author? Yeah. Uh, published by the same author in 2006. Like, 16 years later, like, update! So, a close... Oh, they've been dead, like, the whole for time. Yeah. 70 years. <laughs> There's nothing more to say. A uh, close friend of Marie Lawson, Ella May, I love that name, came forward and disclosed compelling information to, com 
to support this case. Ella May stated that a few weeks before Christmas, Marie confided in her. Marie told her that she was pregnant and that her own father was the father. Oh, that's a fucked up sentence. Yeah. Ella also said that Charlie and Fanny, her mom and dad, knew about this. Okay, do you know what this reminds me of? It's in our Lost episode. The case that you... The Lost episode. The, the, um, the farm thing where the whole family oh was God, the, axed. Um, the it's family the annihilator. Yeah. Was the hitch axe murder. Was that not lost episode? Lo- lost. It was, because it was family annihilator. Oh. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The German one, oh. right? Where he it was in Germany, on. but yeah. I where he like was Hitchcock. No, it's Hinter Kaifek. Hinter Kaifek. Yes. Kate Fyle just did it, that's why I know. Oh, uh, cool. And like the whole incest thing. Yeah. Like one of the daughters. Yes. And the dad. Yes. But that was like confirmed incest. Yeah. This is different. Yeah. This is hearsay incest. Well, this is like... 70 years later, someone find you know, is yeah. like saying that somebody's aunt told somebody's sister-in-law. <laughs> so <Thanks>. another <laughs> person came out and said that um, he also knew about serious problems going on in the family, but he didn't elaborate on the details. Elaborate. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just be vague, man. You, they're all so dead and people are trying to figure out why. Like you If have, I'm like you telling like- my friends something crazy is happening in my life and I don't tell them what it is, they're going to be like, you have to say it. Yeah. And that's what? it. <laughs> and then I tell them. Like, there's no getting around. So just ne- either tell them or don't fucking say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Those are your options. Uh, so shortly after the murders, his brother decides to open, like, the house as a tourist attraction. It's the cake. <laughs> yeah. And uh, a cake that Marie Lawson baked on Christmas Day was on display on the tour. It was, like, still there. And people started picking up raisins off of the cake. Because it was, like, covered. And then they put it in a glass case. So the cake literally just stayed there. And people would come and look at the murder for 86 years. And um, it inspired a couple of songs. Including a murder ballad, um, which was recorded by the Stanley Brothers in March 1956, and it was called The Murder of the Lawson Family. It is on an episode of Criminal. That's what I was, I was literally about to say, Criminal did an episode about this. It was about the song and the legend of the song. Like, it's super fucking cool. Anyway. And, um, they were laid to rest in a graveyard that was established in 1908. Uh, today it is open for burials only of people that are of a direct descendant of the, f- that's a stupid fact. Why did I include that? Basically Everyone's like related they, to everybody. True. There was, they, the burial plot that they had where they were buried belonged to someone called W.D. Browder. And like now, despite that, the fact that the Lawson's are there, only direct descendants of the Browders can be buried there. Oh. I, I think it's uninteresting. Anyway, Finn. That um, last sentence is important. What the F? Arthur Lawson was killed in 1945 in a motorcycle accident, leaving a wife and four children. So Arthur, the only survivor, died like so 20 sad. years later. Well, I, I was actually about to ask about What's Arthur. Like, did, he have, did he have a happy That's sad, life? But he, at least he had kids. He had kids. 
30 years old. <sighs> Dear. Sad. We do so this is a downer. really sad fucking um, man, North Carolina. We, God, North uh, Carolina. Nothing good. <laughs> Anyone? What are y'all excited for? Nothing. What's coming up this week that you're excited for? The fair! The Again? Kansas State Fair! I go. She's gonna go like every week. Every week. <laughs> About. I'm going on Monday. It's super fun. My favorite thing to eat is a corn dog from Fletcher's. And I got. That's some... why he's wearing a shirt with a Fletcher's corn dog. Yeah, I bought it for him last year. That's really cute. It's my fave. Um, and I want to wear it to the fair, but he was like, isn't that dumb to wear something in the fair? No, it's like, no. Wearing... It's like wearing a band. No. It's wearing a band to you, like, to the sh- concert is what he said. That's exactly what I would do. Yeah. That's when so he's wear mean. Yeah. Um, or when you record podcasts. Only uncool people do that. All right. So with that, I'm going to end on my high of the fair. Wait, but that's your excitement. Okay. What about anyone else? Excitement? <laughs> Emily said no. So I was like, all right. Monica. I have a date I'm really excited about. <gasps> Ooh, can't wait to hear about it. Mm. Off pod. It's actually an insane story. Okay. See y'all later. Ciao. Follow us at two girls one oh Love at you. one at uh, shit. <laughs> Follow us at you'll figure it out. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>